Hello and welcome to the Even Stevens Ranked Podcast, the podcast for all things Even Stevens. I'm Brittany Butler. I'm Ethan Brim. And today we are doing our second cast and crew interview, which is so exciting. This is going to be a fun one. We are here today with the legendary Coach Tugnut himself, Jim Wise. How are you? That's right. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm honored. And oh, I'm flattered. We're honored. We're honored. <laughs> oh, man. We're so honored. This is insane. Other way around. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Yeah. Well, good to see you. Good to see you. Wanted to kick things off uh, mm. just with some information about yourself. Like, I know you're a musician, an actor, a writer, right. correct? Yes. So uh, how did you get into the entertainment field? Uh, just tell us the story. I mean, oh, it's... It's such a long story at this point, but, uh, the basic gist, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was always, you know, wanted to do it. And, uh, when I got out of school, I, you know, I, I was a musical theater major for a little while at NYU. And then I skedaddled and screwed around at UC Berkeley for a few years. And then I joined the groundlings school and then I got into the groundlings. And meanwhile, friends were becoming producers. And so I had some connections and, <laughs> You know, just little by little, uh, pretty much anything acting wise and 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 some voiceover, I, I suppose. I mean, you know, not that they're completely different, but I could trace back to uh, my time at the Groundlings. For those of you who aren't uh, in Los Angeles, it's a comedy improv theater where um, like I was in there with Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry. And wow. it's it's sort of a it's sort of a. Um, farm league for snl i mean it has been for many years yeah yeah and you wrote for snl a couple episodes right? i wrote i wrote i was the get when when will and chris were i guess into their like second season chris Catan, um and sherry oteri was there and anna gastar was there so these are all groundlings that i knew uh they submit i was submitted uh i submitted myself to be on staff and i didn't get that position but i did get the guest writer position and that yeah i wrote on two episodes and i got stuff in and it was it was a very good experience and then i came back and started getting acting work hmm. but um wow. that's which is what cool. i wanted to do it was really, really fun cool. it was it was it was many years ago it was over is now i'm not even gonna say <laughs> but you, you can figure it out it's a long time ago so that actually kind of uh goes into this so you said you like knew some people in the industry so as far as even stevens goes how did you get involved with the show? Like, did you know someone on the crew? Did you audition? Yeah. No. Well, uh, both. But I got in for the audition because I knew Sean McNamara, yeah. who was the executive producer. Sean and I, I would, uh, gosh, there's uh, there are pictures somewhere. Sean and I knew each other in high school. I was, wow. I'm, a couple, oh, really? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a couple of years behind him, but we were... We went to the same high school and um, we remained friends and we're still friends and trying to get a movie made with him right now that I wrote. So awesome. We're uh, yeah, we're still in touch. And um, yeah, that was basically the the biggest connection. And then I just had to pass the Disney Channel test and I got it. And, you know, Coach Tugnut wasn't even a I mean, he wasn't supposed to be on that much. So he was already written. Um, like, was that yeah, already yeah. a role? Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a character, Coach Tugnut. Yeah. Matt Matt Dearborn. Oh, and also, I I had worked with Matt Dearborn on other shows. Um, Alex, Alex Mack. Mack. Okay. Yeah. That's one of Alex Mack. Uh, yeah. And in fact, three episodes, I think three different episodes of Alex Mack where I was Chester the janitor, Chester the security <laughs> guard, and some other incarnation of Chester. I, I, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, yeah. That's Yeah. That's that's, that's for you guys. I know you were involved uh, in like the music side of things as far as like writing some of the songs for the show. Uh, was that kind of they brought you on board to do that after you were already involved as Coach Tugnut? Or okay, uh, here you go. Uh, another connection: Sean McNamara and the composer John Coda world friends because they were in a band together in high school <laughs> called ocean so <laughs> wow. so that's awesome yeah, sean one is word, like, just ocean yeah, I, I, well we used to say oh sean <laughs> <laughs> that's you good. know to sort of glorify him um deservedly uh but uh yeah they were in a band and they were like the cool band uh when i was in high school 
and he hired John to be the composer. And so I was around all the time and, and Coda's like, Hey, I need a vocal. And, and then later in life, John Coda and I were in a band together. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. So yeah, it was all, yeah, it was, it was very, cool. uh, yeah, I, I noticed other than I believe it was like a Bernadette Peters special. Oh, that, that's, or that's 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 another <laughs> Jim Wise. That's a that's an oh, old, yeah. that's from uh what is it, Dames at Sea or something like that? Yeah, so, yeah that's an I old I was looking, I was like Bernadette Peters. That's, like, she's in, I she's wish a jerk, I think. I, yeah, yeah. I wish I wrote a song for Bernadette Peters. No, that's a different Jim Wise that got on my oh, Okay, because it was on your IMDB. I was yeah. like, that's the most random thing. Yeah, ever. I you know okay. I, I should probably try to get that taken off but but it's kind of funny anyway Uh, but uh, but to just going back Mm. i wrote the songs for influenza and and john and um and john produced them basically john uh, john coda the composer like i i did like a rinky dink you know uh four track recording on one of those have you guys ever seen those uh like cassettes it's like two cassettes Mm -hmm. in one machine so that's what Mm -hmm. i had and i and i made you know uh, recordings on just guitar and vocal. And then I handed it off to Coda and he was like, Oh, you know, it turned it into a sophisticated, legitimate song. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was it. But all the other songs that I, I did like vocals on like incidental music, those were all written by Coda and uh, a guy named Richard Bowers. Was another guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so for influenza, um, yeah. you was, you essentially wrote the whole episode though, because you wrote all the music, right? You wrote all the lyrics and everything. Yeah. Yes. So did they give you a general idea and then you ran with it and yeah, fleshed it exactly. out? Exactly. We had a meeting. Me and and Mark Warren and Dennis Rinsler were the uh, showrunners at that point. And by the way, they they totally made Coach Tugnut a regular thing. Uh, semi-regular, more more so than it was because I had, uh, my son was on his way. Yeah, I uh, noticed my, him in that one episode. I don't have a, no, no, I don't have a kid in, in even Stevens. No, did, did you say, you? <laughs> I wrote, I wrote to you one time on Twitter and I asked, mm. I sent you like a gif and I was like, is are, are mm. you related to this person? And you said like, yeah, that's my son. Oh, sh- I was, I, I was goofing. Oh my I, God. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was... <laughs> Because this That's kid great. looks just like you. And I was like, was you have even, to be related. It was a kid on Even Stevens? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Connor, my son is, is uh, he's 16. Oh, okay. So he was, mm. what, I, what I was saying was my wife was pregnant with Connor and I told Mark and Dennis, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have a kid. And uh, they're like, all right, we'll, we'll keep you working. And they did. And it was, you know, a, a cool, a very cool thing. That rarely That's happens cool. in show business. <laughs> now I know I, I can't tell sarcasm over a tweet. Uh, I'm so sorry. I... <laughs> and, and that's that's my, you know. Oh, that's amazing. I fully that. believed it was your son. <laughs> Sadly, that's my my go-to. But I, but anyway, so they gave me they gave me an outline of, we want this song here. It's going to be called, it, you know, this is where Ren only knows that they went to the moon in 1969. And, and then I wrote the song based on that. Was that your first? Uh, I mean, had you done a lot of songwriting before that? I, I mean, I'm a songwriter myself, so I'm, I'm just yeah. I mean, we're both musicians. I'm a musician as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We'll see. Yeah, I, I see, uh, Brittany. You have a some sort of guitar in the background there. I got my piano. I got my guitar over here. Oh, it's yeah. a, there's pictures of guitars. Is that what that is? is that oh yeah, it's like a little like? music art thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I had written. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been writing songs forever that was probably the best opportunity i had like my earliest and best opportunity because i just yeah. happened to be in the right place at the right time oh you know i used to write i was gonna say i used to write songs in the groundlings like i would do song improv and i okay. and i would write the big musical pieces in the show in the live show for a while i wrote for a radio service that was just all parodies that i've got tons of songs that are uh, you know based on current events it's it's actually an interesting time capsule because you listen to what was going on like the you guys saw the movie or are aware of the movie i tanya the nancy Nancy kerrigan and tony harding you know we were writing song parodies about that incident (laughs) like 20 years ago yeah Uh, anyway it's just so like it's not a 
an amazing credit, but yeah, I mean, I've been that's cool. Been writing songs for a long time. Who were you into early on? Like, who were your favorite artists growing up? Besides Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean, I'm telling you, man. Ocean, Ocean was the, the 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 big band at the dances. Uh, growing up, uh, you know, the Beatles in heavy rotation in my my parents' house. Growing up, they they used to play this album called "The Best of the Association." My dad has that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How old's your dad? Uh, sixty. Okay. Okay. All right. So he's, he's, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, (laughs) yeah, it's, it it was hands down. That was very influential because there was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, 13 guys and they all sang and they all did these amazing harmonies and they've got, it's super corny, but the, you know, I I guess I'm kind of a soft rock guy too. Like I like the Eagles. I like what they call the yacht rock now. Um, (laughs) Steely Dan, uh, was, oh, yeah. And and you know musical theater stuff mm-hmm. really that's cool. I mean, if you look at that that's influenza, cool. that's that's pretty much that's a lot of musical theater stuff. Right yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. no, anyway. for sure. So just going back a little bit, um, Coach Tugnut, right? So this name already existed, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> so also this name is one of many. Uh, yeah. Little inappropriate jokes that yes. was thrown into oh. the show. Oh, um, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I, I mean, I looked at the script. I'm like, guys, come on. I, uh, yeah. But, so, like, who was behind all of that? Was it just, <laughs> was it just like a running joke between all the writers? Like, yeah, let's just throw this stuff in. Yeah, they they, they wrote what they could. You know, there's Matt Dearborn, uh, Tom Burkhart. Susie Freeman, Sarah Cunningham, they, they're all like, you know, they're, they're funny people and they're, we're writing on a kid's show, but you know, let's, let's have some fun. And, and also, you know, if, if, if you're, if a parent's watching it and if it's going over the kid's head, then, you know, that's, that's okay. Oh, yeah. Which it I did think, a yeah. lot when I was a kid. That's <laughs> right, why right. upon but revisiting I, I, it but, as an but adult. But you revisited it and saw yep. that. Yeah. There was, I remember there was a, well, they call it well, Tom Grabowski. Yep. And yeah. then, uh, which is, you know. <laughs> Similar to Tugnut, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was one episode where they went bird watching. Yes. I, I just remember a bird being called like, that's the hairy bald pecker or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tom Virtue <laughs> says something. He was like, uh, Tom Virtue. There's another part in that episode where Ren's like, he happens to be the chairman of the dick sizzle or something. And then Nelson just starts dying <laughs> oh, yeah. laughing for whatever reason. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, they got away with a lot of stuff. The guys at Disney, and so which, which is also a uh, you know uh, up to the guys at Disney to, to whether whether or not to yeah uh, let, let it go, go yeah standards and practices. Mm-hmm. But they did so. So speaking of that as well, Coach Tugnut's relationship with Donnie, <laughs> what was that all about? Like that seems like that's just a running uh, thing throughout the uh, whole series. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a, a funny like. I coach Tugnut had a crush on Donnie. Uh, <laughs> confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the at, at I think it was the the final rap party they put together of uh, God clips in slow motion of <laughs> me uh looking adoringly at uh, Nick. It was very funny. But uh yeah, yeah, that was a that was a you know, uh an underlying theme. Yep. <laughs> they did a lot of stuff. Like there was a, there were, you know, and I don't know if you remember Tugnut's wife, Tammy. Yep. Was obviously cheating on yep. him and he was just like a dummy. And she got that I mean, job done yeah. at the pizza place that closed two years that's right, ago. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know the deal. Yep. That's when the, the TV, like I was driving that pacer and the TV set slides off. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's, that's good comedy. I think. No. I yeah. Well, speaking of that, like how would you describe the style of comedy, uh, in even Stevens, because I can't quite put my finger on it. I feel like it mixes a lot of different things. I, we always talk about how it was a little bit ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, I feel like the style of humor is more relevant now. Mm-hmm. Overall, um, we used to like to say, oh, it's like Seinfeld for kids, but not quite. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty broad. I mean, at, le- at least what I was doing was, was pretty... Uh, over the top and yeah they're constantly doing i'd I'd have to look at look at the show i I honestly haven't Mm. really watched for a while i'm just remember just trying to remember uh 
because it's not on as far as I know. No, no, we, we have it. It's, but, it's, yeah. it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to find now. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's just something I've never really been able to, to like name. Like to I, describe? I can't. Describe? Well, like, yeah. Is it's, there it's, any other comparisons maybe? Because I mean, we've mentioned, you know, we can see some similarities to like Malcolm in the Middle and like sure. even a little bit of like The Office and Modern Family. Um, there's like a little well, bit of like that that dry stuff, but then mixed in with broad. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of joke, joke within the joke type of stuff. Yeah. Too. Well, I think it's, you know, it's obviously the the basic premise is grounded in reality. It's mm-hmm. a you know family yeah. um, and, and the school. But the the stuff is, you know, it's just over the top, at least what they had me doing. Yeah. You know. Because some um, of our favorite parts are like the more subtle stuff um, uh-huh. that, again, you don't really notice when you're a kid, you know, upon revisiting it. There's tons of stuff that you can easily miss. Yes, that's true. That's true. There, there are there are a lot of uh, underplayed moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. You know, the one thing I, I didn't get to work that much with Tom Virtue because we're both adults. <laughs> yeah. And. Mm-hmm. Usually the the show for whatever reason I can't remember what it was but scheduling they didn't have us in much but when we well, but when we did work together it was so fun it's like oh yeah there's another adult on this show that I can hang out <laughs> yeah, with. yeah Tom seems crazy he always He's gave great. like 120 percent to the most yeah. basic scenes yeah 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 <laughs> just screaming just going for Tom's it Tom solid and a real nice person too you know he. Uh, <laughs> He got a, he's in a green book. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, I saw him. I was like, no way. Tom Richardson. (laughs) He's in so many things though. He's on like, he's in stock photos at dentist offices. Apparently. I mean, he's everywhere. (laughs) Is that true? Yeah. Like I saw people on Twitter. (laughs) They were like, why is the dad (laughs) from even Stevens on this pamphlet at my (laughs) dentist office? Like. (laughs) <laughs> and they just post a picture. I'm like, yeah, there he is. He was also That's on cute. an episode of um, To Tell the Truth or something recently. Mm. Is that the name of the show? Where like he got up you- there and said that he was the creator of some invention. And everyone's like, how does no one see that he's the dad from Even Stevens? He's clearly lying. That's that's interesting. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think, think of myself as being famous or anything like that. But I see those, you know, because we all get, we all see what's, uh, what shows are, are being done and who they're looking for. And mm-hmm. like to tell the truth, that format, it seems like they, that wouldn't be right for, for somebody like Tom. Yeah. Cause he's, hmm. uh, he's more high profile, but you know, he's pretty recognizable. Yeah. Very yeah, recognizable. So. <laughs> How often do you get recognized as like uh, coach Tugnet? Um, not, not as much as I, I mean, I God for, for a while it was like, because it was when it was on, mm. Because kids are like spo- oh, yeah. sponges and they recognize. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think the last time I was recognized as Coach Tugnut. Oh, I was, I was uh, last year. Uh, I was walking through a parking lot and uh, a homeless guy came up and asked for money. And I'm like, oh, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Where have is any this money. going? <laughs> well, and then so then this homeless guy leaves and this, this other guy goes, excuse me, sir. And I was like, dude, I don't have any money to give you. And he goes, no, no, no. Are you Coach Tugman? <laughs> and I, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, I was. Uh, and uh, he, he's like, oh, man, I'm an actor. And, I, you know, you're one of the reasons I, I came out here to Los Angeles. I'm like, wow. That's, wow. that's a pretty bold, uh, that's that's yeah. a pretty cool. bold move based on mm-hmm. what I did. But uh, uh, within the last decade... I was writing and producing for uh, Leno uh, wow. when he was doing the Tonight Show, and we did a piece uh, down in Panama Beach, uh, Florida, for spring break. And we're I think we're on the final day, and there's all these college kids, and somebody goes, "Hey man, are you Coach Tugnut?" And it's a <laughs> beach full of kids, <laughs> you know, t- college kids. And I said, I, "I yeah, good for you, good good uh, good eye," and. It was like I got followed around for the rest of the day, and uh, I, I would say borderline hassled about yeah. being Coach Tugnut. <laughs> wow. But um, yeah, doesn't happen that much anymore. Going back to uh, like the kind of behind the scenes stuff, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Were 
how were you involved at all in like the writing of any of the episodes? Like, were you in the writers' room at all for stuff? Or? No, no, only uh, yeah. only the influenza. Wow. Okay. okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, even Stevens was played a big part in uh, both of our lives. Mm-hmm. What were some things like uh, early on in your life, uh, as far as entertainment, like movies or TV shows, that you were really drawn to that maybe uh, influenced you to become an, an actor? Well, I mean, early on, uh, the Carol Burnett show mm. was huge. Mm. The Brady Bunch <laughs> was yes. huge. Oh, yeah. I feel like many generations are raised on the Brady Bunch. I was raised yeah. on the Brady Bunch yeah, through my yeah, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brady Bunch is huge. I, and then I, when I was, again, working at Leno, I got a chance to work with Florence Henderson, which was wow. uh, a trip. Cool. Yeah, and she was great. Um, Steve Martin mm. was a huge mm-hmm. influence. Like, that was my first concert. My parents took... Uh, my brother and me to uh, see Steve Martin in concert, and uh, that's cool. The Blues Brothers opened for him, <laughs> which was their wow. first tour. So this is a while ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, Steve Martin was um, like I listened to that Inside and Out, the, the uh, Let's Get Small. Before, mm-hmm. prior to that, uh, George Carlin. I was, you know, more into the the, the stand up comedians than anything else, really. I guess Carol Burnett was mostly sketch, but anyway. And you yeah. have a picture with her. That's your profile picture on Twitter right now, is it? Yeah, it is. I worked on a show, a Netflix show called A Little Help with Carol Burnett last. Uh, now, yeah, I saw that uh, yeah. two summers ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That she is. Uh, she's as sweet as can be. Yeah. Nice cool. lady. Yeah. Oh, just quickly going back um, mm. to the Donnie thing. Do you remember the episode? <laughs> Uh, where you sing this total My Way parody that's yes, like hats yes, off yes, to yes. Donnie or something. To sweat or not to sweat. Yep. <laughs> so many times I can't forget. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was, <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember that. I think that's a, the uh, the pummel horse. I think that is called. Tight end interaction. T- tight end interaction. Yeah. Tight end interaction. There you go again. Yeah, that was when uh, uh, Lewis rigs the pummel horse to toss mm-hmm. Donnie and he gets injured. Yeah. I do remember that. You wrote that song? Did you write that? I did not party? write that. I did not write that one. That was oh, Rich, wow. that was Richard that was Richard Bowers. Okay. Okay. Uh I believe. I, I you know what? I don't know who wrote the lyrics, but uh, Richard Bowers did the music because I recorded the track at his house as I re- recall. Yeah, it, it, the thing with you and Donnie, it's funny cuz it's like we we've talked about before it, it's pretty much like the only joke that runs from beginning of the series to the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, like the final shot is me uh, pining yep, in DC. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and if the original and, and I was watching the original pilot, like the um, when they re did the pilot and inserted it into the later episode. Uh-huh. Uh, the first shot of the what would have been the original pilot. The first thing we see is you. And then the last thing we see is you at the end of at the very end of the episode of the series finale. And so the show literally begins and ends with Coach Tugnet. It's just hilarious. Wait, how does the original pilot start? Is that like somebody's uh, up you, on the on flagpole? You say Donnie Stevens oh. was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, oh, okay. it's like, oh, yeah. It's the repurposed you're talking footage. To Lewis's so class. In the, in yeah, the, the repurposed footage. Yeah, yeah. Is that it, the first it, thing? It. So it's like they're on the mm-hmm. they're on the Ferris. Yeah, they're on the Ferris wheel. And then he's and like, then "Oh, you guys back. have made my life a nightmare since day one." And then it cuts to the first yeah. flashback, and it's Coach Tugnet. Yeah. Yep. Coach Tugnet. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. I was I was just I was just hilarious because if that was the original pilot, um, then it would have been Tugnet and then Tugnet bookended. Okay, that's right. As, as well, it should that's be. That's good. <laughs> yeah, of course. And that um, question about the tight end interaction was asked by Kristen Craig uh, via email. Okay. She also wanted to know if it was difficult to keep a straight face a lot. Uh, if there are a lot of bloopers, like what, how was the vibe on set as far as that goes? Um, I think, you know, um, I, 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 there weren't a lot of bloop. There weren't. I don't remember screwing up that much. Uh, or I think it was, I, we we were moving so quickly. Yeah. You know. It seems very organic. Like it was right place, right time, sort of show. Yeah. Not a whole lot of bloopers uh, that I remember. I mean, the funniest thing again was that they they put together that uh, montage. Montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In slow motion. I can't remember what music it was. It might have been that, you know, to sweat or not to sweat. <laughs> um, 
was there a lot of uh, improvisation that was going on? No. no, I mean, I would always, I would always do. I mean, personally, just I would do what uh, was scripted, and then I'd uh, go beyond. Yeah. And if they didn't want me to do that, they would cut it. You know, Matt Dearborn sort of mentioned that you know people sort of bring their own approach to the material, um, right. which might make it seem or feel as if it was ad libbed, um, but it's really right. just sort of you bringing mm-hmm. your own style to the to everything. That's that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that the dance moves. Oh my gosh, that was, <laughs> the dance! <laughs> I, that move where you did your hands like over your head. I I've used that so many times. It's not oh even foul. Gosh, <laughs> maybe I should be getting royalties. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anyone dances in real life, you will magically get a check. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was that was a fun one. Like I said uh, in my email, yeah, uh, that that I was dancing so hard. Take after take, uh, it was exhausting. Uh, I almost got sick. Oh wow! Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm fine. It all worked out. So we got a few questions, um, like a, a a little section that I have here, just called favorites. So your favorite blank. Uh, so someone here whose handle on Instagram. At even Stevens for life, whose name is wow. Shayna, she Dedicated. wants to know your favorite episode, if any. Um, my favorite episode, I gotta give it. I liked influenza. I thought it was a, uh, it was you know the most fun for me, you know, to to just from top to bottom because I wasn't involved in the production of anything aside from that. Like we had, you know, like I said, I wrote the songs, gave little sketches of them to John Coda. He created these tracks. We had two days where we had the cast in the booth uh, at some studio. And so I was sort of in charge of that as well. And also singing uh, backing tracks. And you also, uh, Nelson's voice, right? I was Nelson's voice, yeah. Which you did such a good job because until I found that (laughs) out recently, I totally thought that was his voice. Like genuinely. Like it always seemed a little off, but I was like, no, maybe that maybe that, that could be his voice. Yeah, I, I can't remember if he was like it was like oh this guy can't sing at all or uh, I think you know he was also probably going through puberty at the time yeah. so it was just kind of a, a difficult thing. So yeah, I did Nelson's voice and I did like all backups on morning announcement song and mm-hmm. that's just fun. I like I like doing the music stuff. Obviously. So d- did you write uh, like Sacramento Girl and stuff like that too? Was that you? no. Okay. No. What, oh. where, what what episode was that in? It's like one of the main like Twitty Stevens connection, Alan Twitty project oh, songs. Yeah. No. You know what? I, I didn't write it, and uh, it's feasible that uh, AJ wrote it. Because oh. Yeah, that's he's a musician. Oh, he did. He did write. Um, he wrote. He co-wrote Dawn Patrol. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. in Surfs Up, I know that. So okay. yeah. Right. Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense then. But that girl Shayna, she also wanted me to just tell you. That she's a huge Even Stevens fan and that you were one of her favorite characters on the show. And even now, as a 31-year-old adult, she still laughs out loud at your character. So, <laughs> Well, that's nice. Yeah. Thank you, Shayna. If you're listening, I guess. That's <laughs> oh, she's listening. Uh, um, so next favorite, uh, a favorite Tugnut moment or quote? Uh, you know, <laughs> just thinking back to the, gosh, I guess it was... Uh, again, tight end and traction was me telling um, Lewis about the first time I saw Donnie. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was scripted or I added it, but I referred to him as a, uh, I saw a, a, a raven haired lad. Yeah. And just the term raven haired. It just seems so ludicrous. And I can't remember <laughs> if it was in the script that, that, that kind of jumps out to me, but yeah. there's also in that, uh, in that same scene, you said, I saw him, you know, playing on the, whatever at Brookwell elementary. Yes. Which I was like, yeah, that, that must've been Brookwell McNamara. Did yeah, they yeah, throw yeah, that yeah, in yeah. there? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That was yeah. a, a, a little inside joke. I, I, I liked, uh, <laughs> I liked the, um, band on the roof where they i'm like making sausages on the roof oh, yep. that, was amazing. that was a funny thing you think this chiseled body would be eating fatty sausages <laughs> yeah, they, they, the writers they cut away um they were supposed to cut away to this scene of me uh sitting on a bench like bench press <laughs> and sitting on the bench and uh 
there was a line and, and I, they, uh, I guess they cut it for time, but I was sitting on the bench and I say to camera, it's like a conf- the confessional type thing of oh. the episode. And I say, uh, because of the way I look, my physique, people are always asking me how much I bench. Well, this right here, this is 250 pounds. And then I went, I go back and then it collapses on my chest and they didn't, they didn't have it in there. And that I remember that. Wonderful. I remember, I remember, uh, shooting it and wearing a tank top and I'm super hairy. You can't tell cause I'm wearing a shirt, but like, I'm like, my shoulders are hairy and the kids like, uh, Margo and, 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 uh, Shia were making fun of how hairy I was like they'd walk by me and pretend they got poked in the eye by my shoulder hair. <laughs> that's a, uh, see, so that's it's, good. It's pretty much just like the show. I was disrespected. Oh man. Anyway. See, that's funny though. Like that's why I had mentioned to you in the email band, uh, band mm. on the roof is my favorite episode. That song, that song, they said to me, we want a song where it's Ren and Lewis singing and it's like a call and response. So, she sings the first line. He says, sings the second line. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, and then and then he'll sing just his parts, like mm-hmm. at the end. That's mm-hmm. so, anyway. So that was their idea. But I does the full version of that song exist? Because there's a bridge. There's yeah. definitely a bridge, but it cuts away yeah. to Wexler yelling. Like all you can hear is "My yeah. schoolwork resembles a mountain" or something. My, yeah, it's... my pants got wet by the by the water fountain. That's Whoa, how that, that's cool. wait. Uh, what was that line? <laughs> my schoolwork resembles a mountain. She sings, "My yeah. schoolwork resembles a mountain," and then he sings, "My pants got wet by the water fountain," and then something about her locker, and then he sings, "I got kicked really hard playing soccer," <laughs> like his voice that's cracks amazing. as if to imply. Yeah, I, I oh, wow. I'm sure that's somewhere. I'm uh, at least like a horrible demo that I have somewhere of me doing oh my gosh. everything. Wonderful. That would be gold. That's amazing. Yeah, because because that was another one here. So like your favorite song you wrote for the show and any, yeah. any full versions that exist of the ones that made the cut, the ones that the made ones the cut. The, yeah, um, I liked that one a lot. I liked um, I like Six Period. Of course. Yes, that's a really good one. A fun one to write um i got mad i got mad i got in trouble i not trouble trouble but i i got corrected because there's a part in the song where uh lewis sings in in the way it aired uh i think i ate bad shrimp stevens don't be a wimp yep try to be a man instead Mm -hmm. okay so but originally i wrote Lewis says, I think that I might hurl. And I, and Tugna says, Stevens, don't be a girl. Yeah, I figured. As soon as you said hurl, I'm like, he's going to say it. He's going to yeah. say it. And, and uh, Susie and, uh, and uh, Sarah uh, called me out on the carpet and they said, you can't, you know, we're, we're not, you can't say that. because that's <laughs> That's, that's so good though, because again, like, with the show being ahead of its time, like a lot of yeah. things, the show has aged so well, yeah. like for the most part, like, e- like aside from the fashion and stuff, like it's really nothing is that dated. Um, yeah. All of the pop culture references that it made are all still relevant. They're just like timeless references, um, mm-hmm. you know, unlike a lot of other shows of the time that made, you know, extremely dated, like early 2000 pop star references, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, right. But, you know, the show didn't really do that, which is, like, amazing. And just that small little change that they made right, right there with that lyric helped it out in the long run. Um, yeah. I th- and th- but they were, you know, they were they were smart about it. And I was like, what? Uh, uh, oh, I guess that is a put down to me. <laughs> you know? I became woke that day. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> oh, the, man. Real quick, um, the song I Always Find a Way, uh, yeah. which uh, we both kind of, and Brittany kind of, said this it's kind of that the little melody is kind of lewis's motif it's like the doon 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 oh wow i don't know i was just kind of i mean i I know you said john coda had to do with the production stuff but i was wondering if i didn't know if you consciously kind of worked in that little motif he had into the song or if that just was a production no I, i that was probably a john thing Okay. Because it was always interesting to me that uh, Lewis's song 
is the only song in the in all of Influenza that doesn't really stray far from the identity of the show and the show's mm. um, score, like uh, for the most part. Um, wow, yeah, because yeah, that that sure. intro motif and everything it's it, it's in the series a few other times. Like, yeah, that was that would definitely be a John Coda thing because that I the version I gave him was not as advanced. You know? <laughs> Do you, do you remember if that song was that one inspired by anything? I, there's a reason I'm asking. I'll, I'll, I'm <laughs> well, the, the 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 it wasn't inspired by, it, but I could not get away from because I think that was their their uh, Mark and Dennis and and the room's uh, hook was I'll always find a way. I always mm-hmm. find a way, and for whatever reason, that song laid out in my mind musically uh, like. The boys are back in town. Okay, whoever did it, who like in the nineties? I couldn't find it. Okay, so I I heard that song somewhere, and I was like, "Whoa, that sounds just like um, the boys are back in town." No, who was it? I don't know. I can't remember who recorded it, but it was like it was. I want to say like uh, the same guys that did "Who Let the Dogs Out." Almost the Baja <laughs> Baja Man. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that'd be amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but uh but they used to use at that time they used that song in a Bud Light commercial. Okay. Uh where the it was <laughs> it's so dumb that we're talking about this but the, the in this commercial and I knew a couple of the actors in it it was like girls get in for free and so these guys the premises these guys would dress up as women mm-hmm. And and come in even though they had mustaches and stuff and that that was the premise they got in for free and they're serving Bud Light and the, these were the Bud Light guys and I'm pretty sure that they used that song in the in those ads uh, and and maybe that's why I couldn't escape it that that so, vaguely sounds familiar that the commercial now that you say yeah it, but, you yeah. were a child so yeah I was born in '89 but I I remember a lot of the '90s. I mean, oh, I was born in 93, and I still remember a lot of the 90s. Yeah. I was born in 64, and I, I don't remember any of the 90s. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, that's that's the way I don't it goes. Any, any, of these, uh, any of these questions you're telling me right now. The next favorite, um, Tyler uh, on Instagram, he wants to know your favorite memory of working with Shia uh, and any stories. I, you know what? The, the, first of all, I met this kid, and he's 11 years old. Mm-hmm. you know uh, a little kid you know he was like oh my god you're in the groundlings you're you're you know i watch that show all the time you know, oh my god that's amazing and it, you know his voice hadn't changed and he was just this little squirt and he was he was really you know he was psyched to be there and he was a a good student as far as knowing his lines and all that stuff and so that was that was fun and then um when we, I remember specifically at the table read for influenza, uh, we got through it and then, you know, he was a little bit older now and maybe turning it. I mean, he was a teenager, so he was, you know, had a different, different attitude in general. And mm-hmm. so what his opinion, uh, his opinion was important mm-hmm. to everybody. And mm-hmm. we finished the, the reading and everybody was kind of looking to see, you know, does he like this idea of a musical? And and he just goes, I think this is dope. He loved it. He, you know, he, he and uh, he and Twitty used uh, Twitty AJ used to play during breaks in, in one of the rooms. They had drums and guitar and bass set up, and every once in a while, I'd I'd join them <laughs> and Aww. play the bass. That's but, cool. And and, and uh, I remember remember uh, saying, "Hey, you know, I, I'll totally play with you guys if you, if you guys want to, you know, start another band. <laughs> if you don't want, if you don't mind this old guy playing with you, I think uh, Lewis uh, Shia said, we can, dude, we can't have you play with us. You're Jim Wise. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what that meant, but, but I guess I guess it was flattering. Oh, oh that's anyway. wonderful." That's cool. Yeah. Uh, That's really cool. And then the next time I saw Shia as an adult, when, you know, after his whole, yeah, he had a broken arm and mm. was in trouble. I was working at Mad TV and we were doing a red carpet uh, event at Eagle Eye. Yep. Is that the name oh. of the movie? Was yeah. Eagle Eye? I love Eagle Eye. And, uh, you know, I saw his dad who was always around on the, you know, the set and 
I was talking to him. And then uh, Shia came up and I said, so what's been going on since I last saw you? <laughs> like, you know, what's new? Just like had this huge career and uh, yeah. and was in trouble with the law. Yeah. A little he, bit. Yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, he blew up in a big way. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, yeah. Big we're Shia big Shia fans. fans. Yeah. Like at one point <laughs> he was doing that art uh installation oh, yeah. uh, yes <laughs> where you could sit across from him or something yes. yeah with, is that the bag over his head one i don't know if you had the bag over his head or if you could just sit in the room with him and people were lining up that was yeah that was the hashtag i am sorry i think yeah 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 i i, I felt like god what would that be like if i went in there like <laughs> how would that go would that be nice or and then there was the other thing where he was watching clips in a in a movie theater of yep. his of even yep. stevens yeah I, I woke up early because it was like uh eastern time or whatever and i'm in la so i woke up early right. and and i uh i i timed everything perfectly and watched it live my version of even stevens movie while he was watching it so cool like seeing his reaction to this what i was watching it was really cool oh my god yeah that is wild I was so mad because as soon as, you know, Shy is such a meme these days, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, you know, so it was like, uh, people took the footage of his reaction and just synced it up to random things to be like, Shia LaBeouf reacts to this Batman trailer or like whatever. Right. And, you know, you couldn't find the real reaction anywhere. So I was yeah. like, you know what? You got to do it yourself. So I, <laughs> I found, synced it up. I synced it up and put yeah. it on YouTube and it has almost like a million views. So anyone yeah, who's listening fun. to this and has seen that video, that's me. I'm the one that <laughs> took the time to do that. Wow. That's yeah. something. Um, but yeah, I uh, did he did he did he like uh, the spaghetti uh, exploding? Oh, he on he loved the yeah. whole thing. He the was stuff, dying. The stuff yeah. with beans. The stuff with beans. He was like that. That was yeah. I think what he was laughing the most. That was the stuff yeah. with beans. <laughs> and oh, the stuff funny. and the um the cheesy romance stuff with Renee. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was killing him. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're we're both funny. really big shy. I named my son Lewis after uh, Lewis Stevens actually. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we're wow. crazy. Yeah. We're crazy. He's he's oh, te- you guys he's ten fans. months old now. So, oh, congratulations! Thank you. That's a uh, uh, boy. Is that going to be? Uh, you're going to have some fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, it's a blast. It's it, it it's going to be uh, ten months old. You're getting some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then they start walking, and oh my god, I had this yeah. conversation with my son last night. He was screwing around, doing like some. 1920s dance or something like that in the kitchen and i'm like hey man and he's 16 i'm like hey man there's a lot of sharp edges in here and he says well why don't you put those rubber things that you put on every corner <laughs> which you know when you baby proof yeah. your house you got to put all these things out there so That's anyway funny. don't forget to do that yeah thank you thank you yeah, yeah. has sure. your has your son seen even stevens at all um I guess so. <laughs> I think so. Maybe the movie. Okay. Maybe the movie. My, you know, as far as on camera stuff, I don't audition for anything anymore, but mm. like I'll be writing on a show and they'll say, Hey, can you be this guy? And I'm sure, you know, so I'll do that. And friends will call and say, Hey, we got, you know, do you, do you want to do this bit? And I'll do that. But, uh, I haven't, um, I haven't auditioned for anything for like 10 years really which is fine i mean i you know it's i i don't um i don't miss auditioning that much it's, yeah. it's, also, it's just a different thing some people are great at it some people love doing it mm-hmm. um i i much uh prefer to have a job offered to me exactly <laughs> yeah of course yeah i'm pretty sure everybody's like that though yeah you know? So the last favorite uh, question here mm. is from yes. ZR Cease on Instagram. He also uh, said that you were his favorite character on the show and that you absolutely rocked the role, knocked it out of the park. Uh, and he just wanted to know who were your favorite actors or actresses to work with and be around on set. Oh, on that show? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked everybody. I, nobody, I, I, liked, um, <laughs> I liked that whole cast, actually. Yeah. It was a, really a nice group of people. God, I'm trying to think of like I can't really pick a favorite mm-hmm. of that cast. No, I figured, um, I figured probably. But. Yeah, I mean it's it's a that's a that's a tough one. Do you, do you um, still talk? Besides, I know you talked to Sean McNamara, but do you uh, talk to yeah. any of the cast? Uh, no, I you know I I, t- I talked to Sean. I talked to Dearborn. I run into Tom Burkhart was a writer mm. producer. 
I run into him a lot. We live in the same neighborhood. Um, uh, I haven't seen uh, AJ was working with Sean for a while. I think okay. he might still be as a producer. So I, hmm. you know, I, I have uh-huh. a, this movie idea that, uh, not even, it's a script. It's not even a, an idea. Um, that I've been trying to get going with Sean and AJ's kind of in the mix over there. I'm not sure if he is currently, but he was, that was his thing for a while. They have reunions. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I, I, I'll see George Bell, uh, Mm -hmm. the Wexler Wexler. And, um, but I haven't seen uh, aside from like Facebook, Mm. you know, uh, Christy or, uh, or, uh, what's her face? Uh, that's an awful thing to say. <laughs> Margo. Oh, Margo. 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 She was great. Yeah. She, uh, I love Margo. She was, she, she was a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she that's was, cool. Yeah. She was, yeah. The whole cast, like we talk about this before. Um, I mean, we talk about it all the time. The acting was so great on the show, like from the kids, from everyone. It was just, I don't, I don't know. Like it's just super special. Yeah. 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 It was a good cast. So speaking of the the memory sort of thing, uh, did you keep anything from the set at all? Um, that was asked by Grace on Instagram. She wants to know if you kept anything like a whistle or anything like that. <laughs> no, no whistles. But I do have. Uh, I did. I actually. I stupidly. I I uh, donated uh, one of Tugnut's uh, jackets. Oh like no! Like Lawrence Junior High, yeah, to a, to an auction. I thought, oh, ah, wow. you know, I can give you this, and they're like, oh, that's great. And it, I I don't know what they got, but I have I have a sweatshirt, and I have um, like one of those stupid shirts that like his Tugnuts casual wear, and I have that orange Kangol hat. Oh wow! That I wore occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> in the that was in the finale too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get to match the. The horrible car I drove. Yeah. Pacer. <laughs> oh man. So, um, speaking of you know having reunions and stuff, I know people have asked Christy all the time. You know her thoughts on a reboot. We asked Dearborn his thoughts on a reboot. We're gonna ask you. Is it a real thing? Like, is it a possibility? Sure, it's a possibility. I mean, it, it would be. It would hinge on uh, Shia's willingness to do it. Um, you know, he's got everybody clawing at him for other stuff. In fact, you know, at one point I was like, well, maybe this, uh, you know, I have an idea. Maybe, maybe I'll admit this guy should be pretty good for shy. And then I ran it by Dearborn and he said, yeah, yeah don't you, then you're just like everybody else, you know, cause he's, he is in demand and you know, they always did stuff. <laughs> there was one episode where I can't remember why, but they were showing, 20 years in the future, like at, yes. a, at a high school reunion. That's, Remember we that? love that episode. And, and Tugnut, and Tugnut weighed 300 pounds. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, I came out on a rascal scooter yep. and, uh, yeah, that was, that. I mean, look, I, I'd be willing to, to put on weight if they want to do it that way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how interested the younger guys would be. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'd do it, you know, yeah. in a heartbeat. It, it was fun. There was supposed to be that last summer. There was supposed to be a reunion where Shia was going to be in town, and the word was, "Yeah, Shia's in. Ta- Shia's going to be in town, and he wants to see everybody. Aww. And this is going to happen. And maybe they had it without me, but I never heard anything about it mm. beyond, uh, you know, running into Tom Burkhart. I mean, and, and plus, and those guys are busy too. They're yeah, they're, they've got another show that yep, they're doing. Fast lane. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is premiering tonight, actually. Oh, okay. As we record Guys, this, it's premiering I did not tonight. Better, yeah. better slap this podcast together very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, but we figured might as well ask you. It's interesting to hear other people's thoughts on that because we have our thoughts on, like, you know, where the characters might be today or whatever. Right. And, you know. Right. Just, I think yeah. that was it. Weren't they, like... I can't remember. I just remember uh, Lewis having a very immature email address. Oh, uh, it was Commander, Commander Pants at laughsat.net with a K, with a K, yeah, Commander with right, a K. Right. I, I sometimes yeah. call my son that when he poops his diaper. <laughs> Commander Poopy Pants. Yeah, Commander Poopy Pants. Keep it alive. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. 
just a few little um, wrap up questions, actually. So we're kind of right on time. Okay. Um, cool. So just sort of in general, uh, best part of working on the show. What would you say? Just everything. <laughs> I think the best part of, of working on the show was the uh, the just the good vibe. It was a good vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. And I attribute that to Sean a lot. He's a very positive person. He's, you know, I don't know if you've you've you yeah, haven't spoken to him yet, right? Have you, no, but I, we definitely want to. We definitely want to get him. Oh on. yeah, he's just you know he's and he's always been this way. He's he's always been a very positive person and. <laughs> you know, to, to the point of where it's a joke where he would, uh, you know, after a take, you know, he'd go cut genius <laughs> and he, he would call everything genius. And it was like, really, I just all I did was open the locker. You know, it was just <laughs> stuff like that. He was he was super positive and, and everybody was seemed to have fun. And, you know, it was all self-contained in this <laughs> crazy building where they used to shoot um, Baywatch. It oh, was, really? Yeah, like the that same the lot or something. It's, it was not a lot. It's a built. It was a building uh-huh. in Mar Vista. It was super close to my house. Mm. <laughs> that was another good thing. It's like I That's could roll cool. out of bed and and go down there, and uh, it was fun. The was the Bay the Baywatch thing sounds vaguely familiar. I feel like I've might have even come yeah, across it's, that. It, it's it, yeah. We use the same building as they shot as where they shot Baywatch. <laughs> I mean. You know, obviously not the exteriors, but yeah. Um, and now I believe that it's called Broadway Gymnastics. Okay. Because my I used to take my kids down there for gymnastics to the same oh. building, and it oh, was really? now a yeah. And I I don't know if it's still there, but uh, yeah. Were, anyway, were the interiors of Lawrence uh, Junior High that was um a set? That was a set. Yeah. That was a set. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because we, we always you, wonder, but I don't know if you, you were ever around the house, but we always wonder if the inside of the actual house looked anything like the set. The exterior of the house, at least for when I, uh, that I remember working uh, in front of, it changed. Like, I, I know that we did, we did a different, sh- the, I believe we shot, maybe not. Because there's definitely, the house is real. Right, it's um, yeah. in like Cheviot Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we we both visited the house before. Oh, really? God, you guys uh, yeah. are like that. That's um, how I would have been for the Brady Bunch house, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, makes no sense at all. Oh yeah, with the split the, ranch and the yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's no second the floor. Yeah, there's no yeah. second floor. Yeah. 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 What the hell? But I, they're I, doing I, that know, renovation right now. I know. Uh, where I they're going to try to make the inside completely match oh, really? uh, the oh, set. Oh, that's okay. cool. That's Finally. Cool. And they're somehow going to give it a second floor. They said it's going to be some sort of magic. They're going to make it happen. That's uh, cool. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, I was in I was in the Groundlings, you know, so the Groundlings is a school. They have a school and then you, you know, do well enough, you get through the levels, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in the third level, I was in writing lab with Eve Plum. Oh, it was Jan, Jan. Brady. Yeah. That's cool. It's a crazy, craziest thing. That's you cool. walk into class and meet everybody. And she's like, hi, I'm Eve. I'm like, yeah, you are. You're Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That's awesome. Um, speaking of the, the class, the uh, hallway of the school, did you, do you guys, I'm sure you saw it, like where I rollerbladed? Down yes. The yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. just a little backstory there. I'd never been on rollerblades before that week. And they said, so we have you rollerblading in this one. And it's going to be kind of like a, you know, a bunch of lasers and you're going to have to get around them and like that. And I'm like, okay, I don't don't know. I mean, I've probably been on roller skates, definitely ice skates, but I've been on rollerblades. And like, well, go try it out. And so I went down to the beach and I rented rollerblades and like got the hang of it. I'm like, okay, I guess I could do this on set without making a complete, idiot out of myself <laughs> and the the move was to go as fast as i could down the hall stop at the doorway hit a button and then the lasers go go on and then i exit i can't remember who was directing it it may, it may have been sean it says the director says don't try to do it all in one move so i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna i am going to show you how good i am on these rollerblades <laughs> And I am going to go as fast as I can. I'm going to come to a stop. So I I do it. I stop. I've never fallen harder on oh. my ass. I fell so hard. And it was one of those things where everybody, the whole crew, 
in unison went, <laughs> it was louder than the, it, so somewhere, somewhere on some, you know, I don't know if they saved the uh, bad takes. There's a real sweet take of me, me taking a, taking a shot to the, uh, the old backside folks. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. That episode's called after hours. Um, there you go. Someone actually mentioned that. And it's just funny. Uh, when we said that we were talking to you, someone brought that up and, uh, it just made me remember just the jumbo size crinkle fries. Just yeah. whenever I, for the longest time when I was a kid, those look so good. Anytime I would get French fries somewhere, I would be like, yeah. "Oh, jumbo size crinkle fries! Like, is that a real uh, thing? Funny. Like, I'm gonna get yeah. that at this fast food restaurant." Yeah, nothing makes um, me crave French fries more than that episode. I think. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. good because you know we we know now that. Uh, french fries are very healthy for yes you. i mean <laughs> yes yeah and was that set like small so like when you were skating around was it really just like one or two hallways that you just had to keep going through yeah, i think it was just i think it was one one just one hall mm-hmm. yeah and like a and like the beginning of you know just one hall yeah mm, that's how i remember it yeah, yeah. Well, they had no, they had the principal's office i remember i was in there yeah. a couple times right yeah a couple classrooms you know, you know, at the time, just because it was also on a Disney Channel, it was uh, the the big rivalry was Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire, McGuire yeah. yep. which I, you know, uh, I, I think I never watched, but um, I don't know if people have the same feeling, you know, for that show as they do for even Stevens. Yeah. Lizzie McGuire, I see as like a mainstream thing. Even Stevens, it's kind of more of like a cult following and that's right. I think, I think it's almost cooler that it's a niche. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Which is Marcus. exactly what this yeah. podcast is. I was like, is anyone even going to listen to this? But, <laughs> but we've magically found people who care. Wow, so. that's great. You know, um, what was I going to say? That Disney is launching a... The streaming well, service, the right? Streaming yeah. service, right. Disney Plus. So I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering if it, they'll they'll use it, even Stevens as part so. of it. I know they're looking for new stuff. I hope so. Um, so it happens. Where do you, where, where would you, I think maybe someone asked this, what would you have seen it look like uh, if there was a fourth season? The writing was on the wall of that the show is going to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started pursuing writing jobs and the first one was Mad TV. Um, the, as far as a fourth season goes, you know, I, I, have, I have no idea. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like it, they, they wrapped it up so well. Um the way they did it, I would imagine, I don't know. It mm. probably just like just how they ended the first, the, the, the third season. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing about these Disney channel shows is that they, they there was only the go as far as episode limit. Yeah. 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 The real reason I knew that it, the show was, or at least I was probably done after three seasons was both Shia and AJ in, if you look at influenza, they're taller than me. Yeah. Like yeah. all of a sudden I'm like looking around. Oh no, I'm, the, I'm like, an, uh, and that was I'm season sh- two. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, this is going to end pretty quick, but you know, they, they shoot them back to back, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? So we didn't have, we didn't have like long hiatuses. It was like, sh- we shot three seasons in like a year and a half or, yeah. okay, you know, two years. Yeah. So you were doing Matt TV when even Stevens was still on. It's probably already wrapped up at that point. I'm guessing. Uh, no, not quite. I started at Mad TV in 2001, and even Steven was, was still going. In mm-hmm. fact, they had a script they had a that I was supposed to be in, but uh, Mark and Dennis had a script. The and, Phyllis Diller? Episode? Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait, what happened? Yeah. I don't know this. Uh... Well, it was uh, the pole vaulting episode, and Coach Tugnut was, I think it was teaching Ren how to pole vault. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and they said, I said, you know, I took this writing job and I start now. And they're like, oh, shoot, we have a we have a script for you. I'm like, oh, OK, we'll work it out. And then they got Phyllis Diller, the comedy legend Phyllis Diller yeah. to play. Coach the track. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I, and then when they did the movie, I talked to my head writer at Mad TV. I said, you know, they got a part in this movie and I was kind of doing this before. And so they let me out. Okay. In the movie, and also what else in the movie, the uh, dream vacation, yeah, yeah. Uh, the song "Dream Vacation" was something that we wrote, uh, that Coda and I wrote together. Oh, oh nice. So yeah, we're almost we're almost running out of time. So all right, I mean mm-hmm. we're 
really only have like two questions left really so the first one was just what was the last day on set like um aside from showing that montage uh, well that was that was at the rap party that was you know a a couple of weeks later like at christmas or something like that but it was uh, i i don't know if i was there on the final final day I, i know that i was in the final shot but I think they may have they may have you know shot out of order. Mm. Um, you know it was we knew it was coming to an end and uh, I but I but I also knew that I'd be seeing everybody you know right. like you never really uh, you always work together again and mm-hmm. you know I, uh, like I said mm. I you know I still work with John I still work with Sean I still you know see Tom Burkhardt all the time I, everybody's available by phone. Um, I've run into Tom, uh, virtue a few times at the same place. There's a Bob's big boy in, in, uh, oh, Burbank. Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And one. I've, yeah, I've run into him twice in there. Like <laughs> just, just randomly like, Hey, like how often are you here? Because I don't come here that much. <laughs> um, but he's doing great. Um, that would blow then, my mind then, if I went into Bob's Big Boy and saw both of you guys in there. <laughs> You're like, whoa! It could happen. Stepping yeah. into an episode. That's right. But you know, like, and also like Facebook. Yeah. It's like you see, you're like in contact with these guys all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So the last one is really just, uh, what does the show mean to you, and like within your career, and how do you look back on it today? I I loved doing it it was a blast it's always fun to play a jackass um like for me like for my level of what what you know however you place i think it was a pretty fun uh pretty good gig like money wise like Mm -hmm. in the business Mm -hmm. uh but it also it also led me to other things you know like uh like oh i kind of like the writing aspect of it more you know so i learned that there as far as just working with influenza and the whole production like that. So I learned in that way, I, I kind of figured out what I, what I wanted to do next. And that was basically write and produce. And, and that's what I'm doing. So cool. You look back on it fondly though. Like you're, Oh no, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I loved it. It was a, it was a blast. That's and, cool. You know, like I said, the vibe was always good there. And, uh, you know, I attribute that to Sean. Real quick, I, I'd regret if I didn't ask you, uh, what was your experience like on Showgirls? <laughs> it's one of my favorite um, movies. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, uh, I love but, Showgirls. But, it's not but, like my guilty but pleasure. Not, but not because, yeah, because it's kind of a joke, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah not yeah, like, it's not like a masterpiece, but. Uh, I'm really into, yeah, I'm really into dancing. <laughs> uh, my experience on Showgirls was um, I went to, I went to an audition and I was basically the lines were super annoying. So I was as annoying as possible. And these casting directors were like, tone it down, tone it down. And there was this weird guy sitting in the corner going, no, 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 this is great. This is great. And it turned out that was Paul Verhoeven. Oh, nice. And, and then a month later, I got a phone call saying, you are playing the Cheetah Club loudmouth in Showgirls. <laughs> You That's have to good. be at Raleigh Raleigh Studios where they recreated this strip club. And it was supposed to be for two days, but Paul Verhoeven was so far behind uh, that it lasted four days. So I, I did this job and it was a goof and I figured it was bad. And I went to the cast and crew screening and everybody was embarrassed. I'm like, yeah, this is, like, you know, it's, but we did, I didn't write it. So I didn't feel like, you know, yeah. it was a, there's anything wrong, but um, I ran into Elizabeth Berkeley at a uh, Gary Shandling's memorial. Oh wow! I saw her there. I'm like, how? And, like Gary Shandling was my first uh, boss. Yeah. I worked as a PA on his on its Gary Shandling show. I I went up to her. I'm like, do you remember me? Because I had that scene with her. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't want to repeat it because yeah, it's of course, crazy. yeah, yeah. And she says, and she like looks at me. She goes. I know your face. I know your face. And I said, I was, we were in showgirls. She's like, Oh my God. Because you know, you're looking at it. You're looking at somebody intently for maybe 10 minutes to shoot Mm -hmm. that little scene where you're actually like locked in. 
and it was just such a weird experience. Mm. So that's my that's my full experience. The other the other thing the other thing that happened because of Showgirls is people throw parties at, where they watch Showgirls and then they stop the the movie and say, "What was going on there?" And I went to one, but I got invited to this party like twelve years ago, where it was a bunch of guys watching Showgirls and then they they stop it and go. So Kyle, what was going on there? I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. People are into this movie. <laughs> That's I'm sure movie. there's a podcast. There's probably a, a Showgirls podcast somewhere. Uh, somewhere, yeah, hey, yeah. There's there's something for everybody. Well, That's you guys great. can start oh, one man. up after this. Yeah, I'd anyway. be remiss if I didn't ask you that. So I had to, I had to ask oh, you something about Showgirls. No, I understand. I understand. Big movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that is. Pretty much everything on our okay. list for today. Right we we were right on time. <laughs> Good, uh, which is perfect. Um, yeah, thank you so much for yeah. taking the time to do this. We you're so welcome. It. Th- yeah, this is awesome. Thank you. Super fun. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Of course. All right. Cool. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> yeah, you. you too. Maybe we'll have a follow up in a couple years when we're uh, wrapping the podcast. Maybe <laughs> after, the, after the big reunion show. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Okay, guys. Cool. Thank you so much. Bye bye. All right. Take care. Yeah. So, well, that, that was, was awesome. our interview with Jim Wise. Yeah. Super exciting. Super fun. Great. I knew that was going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, super chill guy. He uh, gives some good uh, exclusive exclusive. Yeah. Fun stories. Yeah. Sorry, All I went off on stuff. Showgirls. I don't know if you've seen Showgirls, but it's kind of like... <laughs> no, no, actually. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with the title, but I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, let you guys have this moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw you sitting there. You're like glazed over. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, wasn't going to rob you of that moment. You really no, needed to it. ask that question. I appreciate it. No, but yeah, a lot of fun stories. Yeah. Uh, that you know we we didn't know I think but I think it's interesting how much we do know about the show like when he was yeah. like oh yeah I was away for this and I'm like oh yeah that was the Phyllis Diller thing like <laughs> <laughs> so good I, I love these cast and crew interviews so far like it's so much fun they're so fun can't wait to do more yeah yeah it's just gonna be such a great time and thank you to everyone who sent in questions I'm mm-hmm. sorry if I like missed your handle to shout out or something um, there were a lot of frequently asked questions that you know everyone just sort of wanted to know and a lot of you guys all asked uh, similar questions so just put them all out there and then the ones that um, you know were a little specific made sure to mm-hmm. give the little handle shout outs there yeah. but and a lot of them uh, we already we had the question and then like other people were asking it too. We already like, yeah, asked too. So, yeah, um, a lot of us great minds think alike. We all <laughs> wanted to know some of the same stuff. Yeah, but yeah, we came up, we come up with our own questions, and then mm-hmm. we ask you guys, and we put it all together. Um, yeah. So this was so uh, fun. That was so much fun. You want to do some yeah. segments? MVP. What do you got? <laughs> I have Jim Wise. Oh God. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Jim Wise. I th- that's a good choice. I don't knock you for yeah. that choice. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So. Best quote? No, yeah. <laughs> Something about showgirls, probably. Oh, God. So much fun. So we'll see you guys next time. Of course, all the socials, as always, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the website, evenstevensranked.com. Send us an email, evenstevensranked at gmail.com. Uh, it's always awesome to hear from you guys. And Leave a review. Yeah, definitely leave a review if you like what you're hearing. Uh, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We just got another review recently, and it made our day. So nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cool. it's just just great. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time. See ya.